0: Hello, I'm Bush, and what is good? Welcome to another episode here at the Desert Tiger Podcast here with me, your host on the DTP, Colton G. And this week on Desert Tiger, I am joined by Jason Blaine as we talk to him all about his new single, Drink Too Much, We're going to tell you a little bit more about Jason here right away. Before we get there, we have to take care of a little bit of business. So first off, I want to go ahead and mention ilovedtp.com because it is the best place where you can go ahead and support the podcast. Because not only do you do that, you support the podcast, but you also get to represent the show Everywhere you go by picking up yourself some Desert Tiger podcast merchandise, swag, gear, whatever you want to call it. That's where you grab it, that's where you rep it. I love DTP.com. Today's episode is also brought to you today by Audible. Audible has the largest selection of audio programs on the web, and you can get started with a free audiobook with a free month trial of audible over at audibletrial.com slash desert tiger today's episode is also brought to you by fiverr fiverr is the internet's largest community of freelancers and it's also where you are going to find the perfect candidate to help you grow and expand your brand all right let's jump into jason blaine at the root of it all jason blaine was born to sing write and entertain His love for country music has taken him to the forefront of the Canadian music scene where he has remained for over a decade. With over 12 top 10 singles in Canada, the songwriter first burst onto the scene in 2007 with his first of those top 10s in Rock In My Boot, which led to multiple CCMA nominations and paved the way for a string of hit singles among them other big songs like Countryside and Don't Make them Like That Anymore. Jason has also garnered quite the reputation as a Nashville songwriter, helping to pen songs for artists like Chris Jansen and Madeline Merlo, while also adding thousands of kilometers to the odometer while co-headlining tours with some of country's biggest names. When Jason isn't behind a guitar or a pen, he can be found planning and partaking in the Jason Blaine Celebrity Charity Golf Classic, which is gearing up for its 7th year and so far has raised over $500,000 for the community that Jason grew up in. Now a multiple CCMA, SOCAN, and CMAR award winner with over 20 plus radio hits six full-length albums and over 10 million digital streams jason is ready to return to radio after his first year off from releasing music drink too much features blaine's signature vocals and encourages you to let your hair down and embrace your wild side And it is the perfect way to kick off his new project, which he plans to release this spring. Jason Blaine joins the Desert Tiger podcast to talk about giving back with golf, his upcoming EP, and all about his new single, Drink Too Much, which you're also going to hear about a time that maybe Jason did exactly that. And I can't wait for all of that to happen in today's episode of the podcast, and why don't we kick it off with that new single right now. This is Drink Too Much. You've been crossing T's and
1: dotting I's too much, off to work and paying every bill on time too much. Baby, you've been up at the crack of dawn and working it. But it's Friday tonight feel the bartender's yard too high
0: desert tiger podcast
2: right on colton nice to talk to you too man
0: very very much looking forward to it how are you doing this thursday
2: man i'm doing great the sun's shining down here in tennessee it's a beautiful day everything is good
0: all right fantastic i like to hear that i like to hear that do you guys get much of like a winter down in tennessee or how does how does the weather work down there (laughs) no
2: no i mean for for an ontario boy it's nothing no it's kind of it's laughable we'll get a dusting of snow and it's like it's like snowmageddon down here you know it's like everything closes up they cancel the schools it's crazy
0: (laughs) everything nobody can handle it
2: yeah they're just not equipped for it down here you know but it's rare like usually if it snows it'll be gone by
0: noon oh wow so pretty pretty warm climate then
2: yeah, yeah. How about yourself, man? Where are you at uh, in Kamloops area of Canada?
0: Yeah, I live in Kamloops itself, but I'm originally from middle of nowhere, Saskatchewan.
2: Oh, okay. Well, most places in Saskatchewan are the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though.
0: No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I've been to many places
2: in Saskatchewan. Um, I'm actually going to be heading back there April 11th for a really great cause called Build Love that i just posted about on my instagram um and before that i was there for an event back in the fall i've even been a part of tell Tell a miracle i've got a a good place in my heart for saskatchewan though seriously
0: oh what you've even done tell a miracle i didn't know that twice yeah Yeah. really wow well thank you very much for contributing to such a wonderful cause in the province i mean tell a miracle is huge down there it's
2: amazing. I, I, uh, I just love Saskatchewan and, and I love the people of Saskatchewan. What I've always found is that they don't wait. They don't just like sit back and wait for somebody else to do something. When something needs to be done, they come together uh, as, as a community, as a people, and they just get it done, whether it's tell a miracle or this thing that I'm going to be a part of called Build Love, something. They just uh, I just love that about, uh, about Saskatchewan people, a lot of, lot of good folks out there.
0: Oh, definitely. It's a lot of people that when they see something, they kind of look at it and they say, well, if somebody's going to do it, I might as well be the person to do it. Because, I mean, if I don't, who's going to stand up?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love that. So I love going out that way. And I love getting out to Kamloops, too, man. Um, That's that's great out there. It's a beautiful part of the country. You must love it.
0: Oh, it's, uh, it's been a nice change of pace for the last two years. I mean, I, I miss the prairies and I miss like being in that environment, but like we were talking about weather earlier, like I've barely seen anything worse than minus 30. So I, I'm loving it in regards to weather and then just being able to see mountains (laughs) just surrounding me all the time. It's a lot different from the vast fields that I'm used to.
2: Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful out there. I love it. I love going out there in the
0: summertime. You said you were going to be going to Saskatchewan for this uh, Love Heels. Was it what that you called it? Build Love. It's called Build Love. Yeah,
2: and I just posted about it on my Instagram today. They, um, it's a, a group of. Of, uh, some contractors out there have got together and they, they'll do remodels on people's houses that are sort of struggling with some maybe long-term uh, needs and stuff uh, where they might need to remodel a place and, and, um, and make it more efficient or more conducive to uh, somebody's situation. So um, it's really cool. And, and I'm, I'm actually I'm heading that way April 11th to hopefully help them raise some uh, some good money for that. And uh, I'll be joining my pal Jojo Mason as uh, a good buddy, and and we're gonna go out and kind of do that together and shine a light on that.
0: Oh, so you guys are gonna be doing sort of a charity fundraiser, playing some good music to help uh, some good feelings.
2: Yeah, to help help the folks out we got we got asked to do it, and uh, you know it's an excuse to go back to say hi to my friends in saskatchewan and and specifically this time it'll be in Regina.
0: All right. Well, I'm sure that the your friends in Saskatchewan will be more than excited to have you back and to help celebrate this cause with you.
2: I hope so. I think so. You know, it sounds, uh, it sounds like it'll be a fun time and um, always nice to see everybody out there.
0: All right. So do you make it back to Canada often then or do you spend most of your time down in stateside?
2: Yeah, I, so I live in Tennessee. I've been down here since '06, so 13 years down here. Um, you know, I've got four kids. Two of two of our kids are uh, my wife and I. We've got four kids, and two of them are American. They were born here in Tennessee, and um, I get back to Canada mostly in the summertime. Sometimes I make it up throughout the winter months for uh, you know a different event here or there. But um, I'll make it back for sure every June. I do a charity fundraiser in my hometown of Pembroke, Ontario. And uh, this year I'll be heading back in June, June 16th and 17th, for our seventh annual uh, Celebrity uh, Golf and Concert Fundraiser. And we raise uh, funds for different uh, charities within the community. We've supported all kinds of things over the years from uh, the Boys and Girls Club to the Robbie Dean Center for Mental Health, um, the, the local MRI initiative in the hospital, my old college where where I went to school called Algonquin College. And last year, we broke uh, $500,000 raised. So uh, I'm, I'm really excited to uh, to head back that way in June. And again, it'll be a, a, a big homecoming, And as it always is, and see friends and family and have a good time.
0: Oh, wow. So even though you're living down in Tennessee, you're still making the time to go back home and give back to the community that helped raise you and help builds you up into the individual you are today
2: absolutely you know they've been especially with the introduction of Facebook and in, in 06 that's uh when that really kind of blew up and became a thing it, you know it was a great way we always I stayed connected with with my hometown and and all my friends and family back there and everybody's just been incredibly supportive throughout my career always cheering me on cheering me on at every sort of uh, milestone in, in my career or achievements or anything like that, just cheering me on on, on, on social media, specifically Facebook. And so uh, this was my way to sort of uh, give back to that that uh, town that I'm from.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. So what exactly inspired you to do like a golf charity classic? Because like in your music, you hear a lot about your love of fishing and everything else. Were you an avid golfer growing up as well or what inspired the golf charity game?
2: <laughs> no, it's funny. You know, people just like to play golf and raise money. It's just a really good format. I'm not, I'm not a very good golfer. Um, I get out a couple times a year with my dad, but that's about it. I actually, I got invited years ago to Gord Bamford's charity golf tournament. And he does a celebrity charity golf tournament. and I was paired with uh, a couple of NHL hockey players and stuff out, out there. And, Calgary Flames Curtis Glen Cross at the time and we had a blast and 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 I've, I've been back to Gord's event several times and and uh, that's really I had never been to anything like that I, I was never invited to anything like that before and this was years ago and I thought man this is a great idea so Gord had been doing his event before I got started I, I never I never saw anything like that I'd never been to anything like that so it really that planted the seed for me I thought man I would I would love to get something like this going back in my hometown and I talked to Gord about it and and he gave me some great advice and and encouragement and and he was there to help us kick it off in year one and uh we've been just uh we've been going ever since
0: oh that's awesome that you had a, a good friend to help you get things started somebody who had already possibly gone through a little bit of the troubles of getting these things started himself
2: Oh, absolutely. You know, Gord had been done it and had very, he still has to this day a very, and probably the most successful one in the, in the one, at least one of the most successful ones in the whole country. I mean, they've they raised millions of dollars. Um, my goal was just to, just to do whatever we could. You know, I, I never, I didn't get any wild ideas about raising millions of dollars, let alone hundreds of thousands. I just thought we'll just put an event, an event together and see what we can do and so to hit the half a mil uh, last year was a huge milestone. It's a small, I mean, it's a small town. That the town only has a population of about twelve thousand people, in, like right in Pembroke. So it it's not a huge, huge community like a, you know, like a like a, a red deer or Alberta or something like that. But you know, it's been incredible uh, the amount of guest artists I've had, you know, come out and and support us. I mean, everybody, like I said, from Gord to um, that year, Kira Isabella, Chad Brownlee, Tim Hicks, Dallas Smith, Jason McCoy, Jojo Mason, uh, Dan Davidson, gosh, just to name a few, Rivertown Saints. We've just been, uh, really blessed of have all kinds of sport. Aaron Pachette has been twice and we've got, uh, we've got a good lineup for this year too, but I haven't announced it yet, so I can't tell you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure if it's the seventh, and I mean, after last year where you guys had your record breaking highest total and then altogether raising half of a million dollars i'm sure this year sets to raise the bar once again
2: that's what we try to do we just try to make it make it as good as we can every year and have a good time and it'll be fun to play some new music this year too uh you know i'll have a new ep coming out in may with some new music and uh and i'm really stoked about that too
0: all right. Let's let's jump into the music side of the world because last year, 2019 was actually the first year in well over a decade that you didn't release a single. So, this EP is going to be your first release since 2017 and your latest single Drink Too Much is your first single to since 2018. So, was there a little bit of a reason for a little bit of a time in between there? was it to just take a little bit of a break and spend it with family what is the reasoning for that and what was it like to finally get back into writing your own music again
2: yeah so I mean I uh, not to really get into it too much but I um, I had parted ways with uh, with my record label and took a little time to find my footing on my own and and figure it out and you know I yes just kind of Doing my songwriting thing here in Nashville, I had been writing some songs for some other artists, uh, you know, that that had gotten placed here in the States. Uh, on the American side of stuff, this artist, Chris Jansen, who's just been blowing up, cut one of my songs. And Madeline Marlowe had it hit on something we wrote together and the guys from Patrick. And just kind of doing that and sort of collecting some songs and starting to record. And, and I don't know. I, I don't know where 2019 went. It feels like it just flew by. So it wasn't uh, it wasn't intentional not to put out music. I just felt felt like the years sort of just disappeared on me, and uh, and here we are in twenty twenty with uh, with new music ready to go.
0: All right, well, so let's jump into it. Let's start off with the uh, first single that released on January twenty fourth of twenty twenty. Here, drink too much. So, after having that little bit of a break, what was it like to get this single out, and what has the reception been? for a drink too much
2: pretty good you know it's a little early to tell but um the comments on social media have been great and and we're going to radio here this week uh across canada and it's a lot of fun it's a it's a fun song and uh i know that uh i know that some of the folks across the nation uh that, that have been um booking us for festival dates and stuff have been really loving the loving the song and uh can't wait to get out there this summer and play it play it in front of the fans
0: you just said it went to radio, but it already has well over 50,000 downloads on streaming already. So, an already strong start. Hopefully, radio takes to it that strong as well.
2: Yeah, you know, we, we're up uh, probably even since you looked last. I mean, it's up over 100,000 streams Woo! and stuff already. Um on Apple and across Apple and and Spotify, and um, it, it's it's funny you can't Apple you doesn't show their the streams, and uh, traditionally my it's kind of strange, but whatever whatever the, their reasoning is behind that, but um, traditionally my numbers have been even better on Apple Music. They're uh, they've been a, a huge huge uh, vehicle and a huge supporter for me, um, as well as Spotify too. But it's just been great, man, to, to see it, um, find, you know, land on different playlists across the, the different, uh, streaming formats from, from Spotify to Apple and, and see fans sharing it and stuff. It's been awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. It's definitely crazy how it just that other side of the entire music world has just evolved so much. in even just the last five years.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it didn't, it wasn't even a thing, you know, um, just a couple of years ago i mean five years ago it really wasn't wasn't much of a thing you know um and and gosh whenever certainly whenever i started it was completely the opposite it was you know it, the streaming and downloads and everything back in when i moved to nashville was like well first of all there was no such thing as streaming but um it was just downloads and it was like something like 15 percent of the of the industry but but what's really cool about it, I mean, I hear, you know, people complain about it and, and it has its issues. You know, they still struggle to, you know, songwriters are still in the fight to get, you know, what they rightfully deserve to be paid from streaming services and stuff like that. And that's, you hear a lot of that that talk here in Nashville. You know, there's organizations like NSAI that that, that fight on Capitol Hill on behalf of songwriters and, and do amazing work and have made huge uh, strides and leaps and bounds for songwriter rights. Um, but creatively, it's actually, it's, it's been pretty cool as an artist, you know, because like you said, you know, we can, you know, you, you can put a song out and it instantly reaches the fans the day it drops and everybody, I mean, more and more people and gosh, especially, uh, the younger generation, everybody's, everybody's got either Apple or Spotify or Amazon music or both, and, uh, they can get it, you know, as soon as you announce, they can get the song. So, and that'll be the case in May, whenever we drop the EP, it's not like you have to go and dig through a Walmart you know rack or something like that, or ultimately end up in some lost in some section of the store and people can't find your CD. you know it's like you'll have music out there in the hands of the fans where it belongs instantly. And uh, that's a cool thing. that's been that's been a game changer, I think, for the music industry.
0: Mm-hmm, definitely. And then if those fans truly, really want the physical media as well, they can go ahead and get that either through online stores or by seeing you live as well. So it's not like that option is totally gone either.
2: It's, it is. It's It's not totally gone, but it's going. It, it seems like it's going fast. I Like, I don't even know if we'll do, we haven't got that far. I don't even know if we'll do a physical run of, of this uh of this EP um I still love it I still love to hold something in my hand but um it's getting to where it doesn't make sense hardly anymore to suppress something you're you're better off just to do a run of t-shirts or something like that <laughs> um you know it's it's crazy I mean I still want to I still want to do a vinyl <laughs> you know because I think vinyl's actually really cool and clearly on on a comeback for a for a cool like you know concert keepsake or something like that I just got a my, my wife got me a vinyl record player for Christmas because I asked her for one because uh, there's something about the crackle and listening to a vinyl. It's um, Super cool. So I don't know. It's, I mean, I think it's one step at a time. And, you, you know, the important thing is that you get you get the music out there, uh, you know, on all those streaming services, to the fans.
0: Definitely. You want to make sure that you can get those songs into the hands and the ears of the listeners as quickly as you possibly can. And we're going to be getting another one of Jason Blaine's songs into the ears of you, The Ambush, here right away. A single that he released in 2018 entitled Ain't Got Growing Up Down Yet. We're going to be spinning that track for you very soon. But first off, we have to take care of a little bit of business. And first and foremost, I want to shout out ilovedtp.com. Because not only is it one of the best places where you can support the show, it's also where you go and get yourself decked out in the latest and greatest Desert Tiger Podcast gear, merch, swag, whatever you want to call it. That's where you go ahead and cop it so that you can rep the show every single place you go. Desert Tiger Podcast is also brought to you today by these wonderful friends and affiliates. Today's episode of Desert Tiger is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners, that's right, you guys, the Desert Tiger Ambush. They're offering you a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. All that you have to go ahead and do is head on over to audibletrial.com slash deserttiger and begin browsing the unmatched selection of audio programs. Choose and download whatever title piques your interest, there's so many different options and selections, and start listening today, it's that easy, all you have to do is head on over to audible.com slash desert tiger and you can get started today and let me tell you I love Audible someone that's constantly on the road, who's in the gym doing lots of other things, sometimes it's hard to get that reading time in, that personal development and time in, and that's where Audible comes in handy. Last week I told you about how I was listening to Atomic Habits by James Clear, and while that's still what I'm listening to is I definitely want to retain the information in this book while I'm on the hunt for my next listen and you can find your next listen over at audibletrial.com slash desert tiger
1: Blame it on my rowdy roots Blame it all on Bo and Luke Tearing up the country To that wailing song We ain't made a Friday night that we didn't like And you ain't gotta tell us twice To get a little gone Windows down on the back road check Beer on ice and an old truck bed Old folks like to shake their heads Cause we ain't got growing up down yet He'll turn it up to loud Still up for four. Song. It's telling us the night is young Let's fill our cups and raise them up Cause so are we Homemade wine and a blanket check Speakers pumping that beat you bet Might wake up with a pounding head we ain't got growing up down yet Still so turning up to loud to so As strong as we want to, we're good at burning nights like cigarettes, smoking rubber off these treads. Hell, I guess we ain't got growing up down. We ain't got growing up down.
0: what inspired drink too much i mean it's definitely a feel-good anthem for letting your hair down is it was it something to do with being a uh, part of a family and a father of four and needing to break out and spend some time or what what was the meaning behind the song and what motivated you to write it
2: i think you know what? First of all, I have to be clear. I didn't write the song. It was pitched to me, okay. which is rare uh, that I would that I'd cut an outside song. I mean, so I hadn't been writing a lot of those. I I just had not been when it came time to to record some new music. Um, I, I was, you know, I had a little folder of songs that I was going in to record, and um, and I realized I just didn't have anything that was sort of that fun. That that just about just kind of a party song. Because um, they are, you know, they can seem like they're like they're novelty songs or something like that. But they're actually there's a real craft to writing them really, really well. And when I heard it, um, I thought, man, this is just fantastic. I mean, I just don't think I can write anything better, you know, in the in the amount of time that I have to to uh, before we head into the studio. I'm missing this spot on the record, so it's really the only thing. I wouldn't say it represents the whole EP but it's but it's definitely something I wanted to lead with because uh we'll be coming into um into touring season and the summertime and and everything here in a few months and uh, I just really wanted to have another song like this in my in my live show and I think recently too people have been have known me for some which is a good thing i like it they've been they've gotten to know me for songs like that don't make them like that anymore or dance with my daughter or born to love. And I've been doing some of that stuff, which has been important to show that deeper side of what I do, but it's, but it's not the only side. I'm still, I'm also the, uh, fa- husband and father of four that sometimes just wants to go and have a few drinks with some friends and my wife and get a little crazy and, 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 uh, have some fun, you know, and, and, and just keep that side of, of our spirits alive. It's, I mean, I think that's most people.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's definitely good to have those songs for the live show, like you said that the fans can get a little bit more energy into and can break out a move.
2: Yeah, it's just it's just fun. you know they're not they're not change the world songs. they're not not something to sit and ponder over. It's just fun. It's just a fun song
0: and uh, and you know you gotta have those too. Absolutely. So you mentioned uh, your wife is part of one of the groups that you might go and drink with and I actually saw on your facebook when i was doing my research that your wife was a part of the album art for this single as well how important has your wife been to your career oh pretty important i mean she doesn't get into the into the
2: trenches of you know like actually working you know any any part of my career but i i always play her music and see what she thinks about stuff and 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 it's actually it was she was a big part of the call on on that song. She was just like, just do something fun. people just like fun, you know, <laughs> you know, because as a songwriter, you wanna you wanna change the world every time you 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 know you write a song or put a song into it. And, and she's right, you know, some sometimes it's just about a fun song, you know, and just just uh something people can can put on and uh, have a good time too with their friends. And and that's what I mean. That's what we do. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was and it was a no brainer because the the lyric of the song, you know, if you if you really listen to it, it's like it's really actually it's written like I would say to her. It's written from a guy to a girl, boyfriend to girlfriend, husband to wife, whatever, you, whatever it would, might be the case, just saying like, hey, you've been, you know, you've been the line is you've been dotting T's and crossing I's too much off to work and. And uh, paying every bill on time too much, you've been up at the crack of dawn and working out in the morning and doing what they say you got to do too much, but it's Friday night, and I say we go have some fun that's what the song is about, and that's that's our lives. You I mean with four kids, anybody who has a bunch of kids knows sometimes you just got to call a sitter and uh and get out of the town a little bit.
0: <laughs> this is definitely true. You need that time for you both so that you can enjoy each other's company and Just each other's company.
2: Definitely. So, and that being said, it was a no-brainer that uh, I wanted the song to be about that. And I wanted a photograph that represented the spirit of the song. And uh, so it made uh, perfect sense to have my wife in it. And I think uh, she looks absolutely gorgeous in the the photo. And uh, it turned out great.
0: Well, I'm glad that you're happy with how everything turned out. Let's jump into the rest of the EP, how many songs is there going to end up being on this? Do you plan on dropping any other singles before the EP comes out in May?
2: I'd like to, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'd like to, there's six songs on it. And uh, this, it ranges from songs about home, songs about heaven, songs about love, songs about our journey from, from Canada, a thousand miles away here to Nashville, Tennessee. Um, You know, it's uh, really kind of, Touches on uh, all of the aspects of, of life that uh, that move me, and um, in in six in six short songs, you know, and uh, I can't wait to get them out there and uh, share them with the world.
0: All right, fantastic. Well, I mean, between being a father, a Nashville-certified songwriter, hit maker, a Award-winning artist in yourself, and even a runner of a charity golf game. What else does the incredible Jason Blaine have possibly going on in 2020 and the future?
2: I mean, probably more of the same. I mean, I, I uh, you know, you, sometimes I get out and snowboard. I, I don't know if that's going to happen this winter, but um, but you know, I'll just be uh, that. That really that takes up all my time. I mean, just what you said right there, doing all those things and running around to basketball games or soccer games. Looks like I'm going to coach my little boy's soccer team here in a couple weeks and do that and and go into my girls, you know, concert recitals. And um, I'm probably going to record some different music eventually and um, and um, maybe even a Christmas album or a Christmas EP, too.
0: Oh, awesome. That'd be pretty exciting. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's something I've I've never got around to and I'm I'm, uh, so I'm kind of. Kind of prioritize that for this year and see if we can get that done it'll be it'll be funny it'll be one of those things we always
0: people always end up recording Christmas music in the middle of summer <laughs> is christmas uh very big in your family oh absolutely absolutely
2: um probably one of my favorite if not my favorite time of year one of my favorite times of year and definitely definitely super important and and always love it yeah it, I definitely uh and i love and I love. I love Christmas music. I love um, I love the old stuff. I love the like the um, the sort of classic um, Bing Crosby um, that kind of era, you know, of fifties. I'd say maybe fifties or sixties music. From but uh, I also like the stuff that's sort of more um, acoustic, sort of driven, sort of broke down, acoustic and mellow kind of Christmas stuff. Um, I think if there's any kind of Christmas news, if there was any kind of, I like, I love it all, but I'm probably not into like a super flashy over, I don't know, what would you say? Overproduced or something. I don't know. I just love the, the heart.
0: Those songs are so good. They don't need much around them. <laughs> so your Christmas album is probably going to be a a lot of very bare bones, I guess you'd say.
2: Yeah, I think, I think it will be pretty pretty sparse and let the songs let the songs just speak i I probably would do kind of a mellow christmas album i think
0: (laughs) all right awesome before i ask my last question jason where can the listeners of the podcast find out more about you and your upcoming ep
2: oh for sure thanks man um instagram follow me on uh, jason blaine official look for the blue check mark um verified page on instagram Follow me along there. Follow me on Twitter, although I don't really do the Twitter thing much anymore. Facebook and JasonBlaine.ca. All the links are at JasonBlaine.ca. But uh, but definitely uh, give me a follow on Spotify. Definitely Instagram. I think I'm on Instagram more than anything else.
0: All right, awesome. Well, we'll keep our eyes open for that blue check mark, and we'll be hitting that follow button. All right. Last question, Jason. Do you have a favorite? drank too much story
2: favorite drink too much story yes i think the one that comes to mind is 2017 at the canadian country music awards there's a an infamous after party hosted by the now publishing company record label some uh, entertainment it's usually a a private a, uh sort of invite only um for artists everybody in industry folks to kind of go in and blow off steam after the awards and have some fun uh and it's usually an open bar, and it's crazy, and it's, it gets really late. And uh, that one, that was a blurry night in 2017. I remember starting the night off, Lindsay L., uh, who's nominated for Best New Female Artist at this year's ACMs here in, in Nashville, uh, she had she had come up to me uh, early in the night, uh, before it got blurry, and, and asked me if I'd come up on stage and John, jam some John Mayer with her. And we did, and it was awesome. And, and uh, I remember kind of getting back up several times throughout the night. Um, but, uh, definitely at some point I was, I ended up wearing my my buddy Clayton Bellamy's hat from the road hammers and I don't think he ever got it back. I think we lost it. My suit jacket. I threw it off into the crowd with my cell phone in it. Um, <laughs> and I believe I got up and sang some Garth Brooks with Brett Kissel only that there was video of it. The next day I got texted some pretty incriminating video. So uh, that was, uh, that was definitely it was a it was a Gatorade
0: and and uh, and and uh, Advil the next morning kind of night it was uh, it was one for the books. <laughs> Gatorade and Advil is the uh, trick for a uh, hangover for you, is it? Yeah, it's uh, it
2: was it was a good one for sure. It was, but uh, but a good a good pretty pretty harmless uh harmless fun night and i did get my cell phone back thank god
0: (laughs) well i mean that's the important part right you had a good time you still made it out with your cell phone and i mean uh cowboy hats can always be replaced
2: (laughs) yeah definitely well thanks very much man for having me on your program and uh remember everybody if you're gonna drink too much don't drive that's the
0: only rule The songs you heard today on the Desert Tiger podcast were Jason Blaine's brand new single, Drink Too Much. That was followed by his 2018 single, Ain't Got Growing Up Down Yet. You can find both of these songs as well as Jason Blaine's entire catalog over on your favorite music streaming service, I highly suggest you go ahead and do so, and when you do so, hit the follow button so that you get informed when Jason releases his new EP, This May. I want to go ahead and give Jason Blaine one last Roaring Desert Tiger Podcast thank you for joining me here on today's episode. And I also want to go ahead and give one of those roaring thank yous to the Mackenzie and the team over at Strut Entertainment for helping hook this conversation up. You know, we got love for the team over at Strut and And I also have to give you, the listeners of this episode, a thank you as well. If you're new to the show, maybe you want to subscribe. Maybe you want to go ahead and give the show a five-star review on Stitcher or iTunes. That would help us out a great deal. Maybe you enjoyed this episode enough that you want to share it on your social media, on your Twitter, your Facebook, maybe your Instagram stories, wherever you decide to do it. Tag Desert Tiger Podcast in it. Tag Jason Blaine. Tag even me, Colton G, and we'll go ahead and show you some love for, well, showing us some love. And if you want to take that extra step, you guys know where you can do it. You can on, uh, head on over to ilovedtp.com to wrap the show everywhere you go. And you can also support our other wonderful sponsors. All right. Until next week, guys, go ahead and find your mountain, your jungle, your desert, wherever it is. Find your mountaintop, climb to the top even though the rocks are going to slip out underneath you that's okay because trials and tribulations make us stronger and once we reach that mountaintop we're going to let our voices roar like the tigers that we are tigers don't actually roar but that's okay because we're going to let our voices roar and until next week bye bye